What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Thirsty Thursday, we are back again, ball and barrel, here with my favorite Florida fan, Blaine Feathers, another wild week. Got a little bit of a late start, that's my fault, work went on a little bit longer than usual, and I had to take a couple shots just to relax for a little bit, but thankfully Blaine was patient enough. Sounds to me like he is not having a good time watching the Panthers and the Falcons uh, play on Thursday night. Uh, hey, you're, just, you're not alone, Blaine. Didn't they already? Didn't they already do that? <laughs> uh, you, 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 you know more about that than I do. I have. I, I was going to keep up with that to begin with, so I'm pretty sure you can give me a bre- full breakdown analysis of everything that happened. But uh, that, no. yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> thankfully. That is outside the frat house. We don't care about anything that happens outside the frat house. Inside, we have a lot to talk about. Another wild, wild week. I can't tell you how much I enjoyed as we were texting back and forth to you, Billy Napier, Anthony Richardson, Trevor Etienne, pretty much anyone that's just beating up on Jimbo Fisher and the A&M program is just, Blaine, it's so great, but... Sorry for skipping the formalities. How are you, good sir? How was your day? You look swell. Doing looks well. Doing yeah. Well. Got a head start on you, so yeah, doing well. I'll, I'll catch up. I promise. I'll, I'll catch up. <laughs> All right, man. Well, ladies and gentlemen, before we get into everything that's happening this week, I wanted to take a little time to kind of just briefly run through last week. I like to tell people the blame that guac is extra. And so am I. So normally, as you know, when it was happening Saturday night, um, ladies and gentlemen, let me just give you a little bit of a a scene setting, if you will, if if, of course Blaine will let me. Um, So I texted Blaine and I texted pretty much anyone who I already frequently talked to on Saturday. He was like, hey, just let you know, I'm silencing my phone at 3.30 Eastern time. Like I'm silencing it because I'm going to be at work. I don't want any updates about the Tennessee Georgia game. And I damn sure don't want any updates as far as the LSU and Alabama game. The game that I did enjoy watching before I did go in was of course, Mr. Feathers, uh, Florida Gators and specifically Anthony Richardson running over everyone. So that was just, yeah, I I keep telling you, Blaine, as long as he stays healthy, y'all can lose every single game. As long as he stays healthy, healthy that's what we're focusing on but blaine hey man so i get home yeah yeah, i mean i mean thankfully blaine's a night owl like i am so of course blaine was up so ladies and gentlemen i get home and i'm starting to watch the tennessee game i'm already getting upset and i have to wait hang on you you made it through that entire function without anybody mentioning like you just la 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 I told you that's what I did because I heard someone talking in front of me about the LSU uh, Bama game. So Blaine, that's exactly what I did. La, 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 just went into just start. Yeah, yeah. So I just started making drinks, and I'm just like la 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 la. I'm not. And Blaine, thankfully, there was a band playing. That's impressive on your part. I mean, that, that's impressive, but it's also a little bit of just, you know, coordinating. Thankfully, it was no, or there were no TVs around. Did you so have your helped. notifications cut off? Um, yes, sir. ESPN gets me. That's who gets me if I try to do that. It, 
ESPN, Bleacher Report, group chat, group text. Honestly, Blaine, if my apartment was on fire, I wouldn't know about it until I got through working. Or if, like, you know, God forbid yeah. something yeah, happened yeah. to you or any one of our friends, like, I just wouldn't know about it. And, right. yeah, so, ladies and gentlemen, I got through and I got home and, again, started watching the Tennessee game and I'm getting it angry because I'm basically just seeing a totally different team. I'm pretty sure you're happy with what you saw, but Blaine, I'm getting angry. Like I'm, I, I hate what I'm seeing, especially like, I guess all it took was a really great defensive coordinator and Kirby smart to just say, you know what? Let's pressure Hendon hooker for someone. No one That's else has done it. Let's try That's to do the it. next level though. No one else has, no one else has the players to, to fulfill that sort of uh, strategy. You're like, right, uh, man. I mean, and, let, and let's keep in mind, uh, Nolan Smith didn't even play either, and it was that bad of an ass whooping too, Blaine. It wasn't. So, needless to say, once I got to about the third quarter and I just saw that it started raining, I was like, all right, mm-hmm. do I keep watching this game or do I just – and keep in it mind, in. bro, it, it really kind of did. Wild in. It, yeah, it did. And it's like, why are you guys throwing so many deep balls? Why run the ball? Just run the ball. Especially when it was raining, Blaine. Like it <laughs> yeah, is, that thing gets slick. It gets really slick. That rock is, yeah, it's it oh doesn't matter how much God. stickum you have on those gloves. No. Like it's, it, it ain't happening. Shit. But catching throwing all of it, like Trying to throw a wet ball is ridiculous. Like you saw it come out of his hands a few times, just, just wherever. Not happening, <laughs> sir. Not wasn't happening. No, that's why. That's why I'm getting it. frustrated, Blaine, because I'm basically <laughs> like Tennessee picked last week to have a bad game. Like you can't have a bad game against Kentucky. Like you can't have a bad game against uh, hell. I don't know. Like even when they um, like when they played LSU, like you can't have a bad game then. Like you have to wait till you face right. the team that you're supposed to beat. Like the whole season kind of rides up to this way, but anyway, but I don't need to keep talking about the Tennessee ball. I'm, Blaine, I'm pretty sure our friends and pretty much anyone that we're close to have already given us every bit of breakdown that we can imagine. Now, when the other game comes on, and I'm sitting here just thinking, like, all right, Blaine, it's. Well, I mean, you're up, obviously. Uh, I'm like, all right, well, it's. It's one in the mornings, two in the morning. I do live in an apartment complex. If I start screaming, especially I know that my downstairs neighbors have a little girl and my room is directly above hers. Bro, It. Mm, I kept my composure. No emails, Blaine. No threat of eviction. Nothing. I am happy about it. Oh, four. Cheers, sir. Cheers. Good to have you back. I don't- I don't. I don't know how you did, man. That was like that. That was a game with no quit. It was just like, all right, you answer. All right, right back at you. And Bryce Young did not stop, man. Like he did not stop, but neither did your boy. Like I'm. I'm looking forward to seeing seeing how this goes with y'all. Blame the like, entire see, see game. I'm sitting there, and I'm even saying out loud. I'm like, they're not afraid. You can see it. Mm-mm. Like you can see in the play. Mm-mm. You can see in the play call. You can see getting back to the huddle, even on defense. Like Blaine, they never flinched, never had any type of intimidation factor against Alabama. Now we had already said Alabama was just, after what like yeah, no, no, you're good. Go ahead, go ahead. I was just gonna say we had kind of said that Alabama kind of lost that intimidation factor, but 
when you really just looked see, him in I the face. That that's what was wild about them because I mean you know especially after taking that one from Tennessee and you know all the, like I don't care if you try to push it out or whatever you're hearing all this shit from social media like you're seeing it it you're being exposed to it in some way like all the Tennessee Alabama shit back and forth back and forth at least your friends are telling you about it you may not see it but your friends are telling yeah, you about yeah, it yeah yeah and you you can say you don't care whatever like all you want <laughs> okay it's it's in your head it's in your head. Yes, sir. So, yeah, man, I just don't – I feel like y'all got everything they possibly had in them, like even more than they gave Tennessee just because – I mean, just because we're – not to mention they weren't – they didn't have near as many penalties that game. But That's the key, Blaine. We talked about how this Nick Saban p- team is they don't have that dominant, like, number two corner or, like, a mm-hmm. crazy mm-hmm. defensive line that can take over a game. Our yep. two f- tackles, Blaine, they're freshmen. This time last year, they're either playing in a state cha- or in a state playoff, or they're at home getting ready for their college career, and they're being asked to block Will Anderson and holding him yeah. to his uh, holding their own against him, yes, possibly the number one overall wow. pick. Hey, man, just mm, Will Campbell, Emory Jones. Hey, Absolutely. that's hey, that's hey, okay, and. We don't want to get too much within the recap. Uh, obviously, those are the the big matchups that just kind of happened. You know, we kind of talked about how Florida just eviscerated uh, Texas A and M when Texas A and M Blaine seemed like they had like damn near their whole team out with a flu or whatever the case may be, and you just see Anthony Richardson literally just kind of just traveling, just high stepping in. Man, I forgot I'm huge and fast. It was like. <laughs> and I can just outrun yeah, everyone and not even try. Right and, yeah, but I mean, dude, it's just, it got to the point now where, again, we, we talk about it, just don't get hurt. Like, you don't mm-hmm. really have too, too much around you. You have some playmakers around you. They're just young. And, you know, Billy Napier is yeah. just continuing to be Billy Napier. Just just don't get hurt, man. Just just don't get hurt because if you get hurt, God, Florida's screwed. And it's over. College football fans are screwed because <laughs> now we don't get to watch you play. Yeah. Just don't yeah. get hurt. You know, we talked Ooh, about that for the hurts. last like two or three weeks, uh, Blaine. And it just, the other game that really caught my that's, eye. That's the first thing that always pops in your head. No matter what sport it is, no matter what you're looking at, you see an incredible athlete and it's just like, oh my God, you can't go that hard. And it's like, screw that. I'm, I'm going that hard. I'm a John Morant this shit. <laughs> and, yeah, but then, then you end up Derrick Rose with two busted knees. and man, We are career, Memphis but... people, ladies and gentlemen. Get used to it. <laughs> yep. That will never I... leave our blood. But, oh, um, man. You, the other game that really caught my, <laughs> uh, caught my eye blame was um, Notre Dame and Clemson. <laughs> now, I, uh, now, okay, you laugh. I, I mean, you, you basically just laughed at all of our Notre Dame fans. <laughs> so, um, okay. No, no, so. not laughing at them. That, that was more in, into the, the the Clemson soft thing. Oh, okay. Even better. Okay, yeah. here. You hear that, ladies and gentlemen? What, it wasn't to the fighting Irish. It was, it was no, the no, dancing no. Dabos. No, you guys are the Irish always come in way too overrated for even their own good, and then you can't ever live up to your expectation, and you're just screwed from the beginning. 
Okay. Not anymore, Mr. Feathers, not anymore. Mr. Marcus Freeman has been dunked into the river of forgiveness. He has been washed away of all <laughs> sins and all terrible losses of Stanford and Marshall. Blaine, you just don't beat Clemson. You walk the dog on them. Oh, you take, yes, you euthanize yes, that tiger in front of its family. Like you bring the cubs all around it and you sit there and put down its mother. Like it's mm-hmm. bro, like wh- where did that I come from? It. We were saying now, now I mean I did pick last week that Notre Dame was gonna beat Clemson, but I didn't think it was gonna be a beat down like mm-hmm. that. And no, 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 no. So those are the mm-hmm. three that really took away mostly everything and pretty much my entire weekend. Um and what'd I was you, what'd you think of what'd you think about Stetson Bennett's phone number getting released? We saw who won the game, right? And, and is that a bad thing? Like that's a. I mean, Blaine, that's the world we live in. That's social media. That's people. Oh, that's believe so it or not, they, they, there are people out there that dig deeper than we do, and we're not willing to share that information. We we're not about that. I, I mean, I'll personally say I, I have a former UGA's information, and I would never share that with anyone. You know, of course, unless. It gives me the okay, but yeah, Blaine. I mean, you yeah. saw it. Like the first initial touchdown, he gives over the call sign. Like what now? Like it's about to be Good. on. Like, yep, he's done the same thing he's done all year. Like, he is, man. Stequavius. He went from Stenson <laughs> to Stequavius last week. He's back to being Stequavius. Oh, but um, I'll tell you what else is back, and we'll just go right into this. No need to hold off any longer. All right, Blaine, I'm going to ask you, because I know you kind of stay a little bit dialed in just like I do. I don't think it's real, but then again, this is why I enjoy having you on. This Jimbo buyout. Oh, so you don't think money's real. I agree. Oh, oh, oh okay. Well, <laughs> no, just... all right. Well, Texas money, you're right, is not real because it's unlimited, yeah. but... Yeah. Blaine, it doesn't matter if it's real (laughs) or not. Just signing a check with that many zeros in it. (laughs) Like, that at least has to just... Yeah, to pay somebody to leave. Like, that that seems like it would go against some sort of Texas code. Like... That's almost like selling a Fortune 500 company. Like that's like selling like a company that you like build up and like one day when you get that kind of payout, you're like, I've made it. And he would get that payout and be basically like honorably discharged or dishonorably discharged. <laughs> like, it, yeah, yeah. I mean, like Ed O said, what door do you want me to use? I mean, well, at least with Ed O, it's like, all right. Well, if you if you're hopping for just seventeen, he probably would have cartwheeled out the door. Probably even broke <clears throat> both of his ACLs when if that number went to eighty six. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Blaine. I think it's ridiculous. I think it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. I mean, I know it has to be talked about because it's a story and he's had a horrible season. I don't want to talk about it, but apparently there's legs. I don't see where, but that's why I'm asking you if you see and help me understand if you do see. The first point, the money. So much money. So much money. Like, it's ridiculous. Do you I mean eighty? Like what is it? Eighty five point five that they pay out? Eighty five point five six. I just, I just, yeah. I just, I just round up to eighty six. Like I, I mean, yeah, it, it I like mean, 
God, Blake. Taxes or something. Yeah. We I, mean, I, I don't I don't know. That kind of number is imaginary to me, and I'll never understand it. So there I mean yeah. if if it happens though. There's but on only... the other hand, like I mean, he is a good coach. Like he's got a little time to do something. Is he? I mean, he, he he was before he got there. Yeah, and Blaine, he has, you can make the argument, better resources, deeper pockets, willing boosters than he even thought about having at Florida State. And yet he still. Everybody's failed. Like, so many people have failed in Texas. It's horrible. Like, expectations, sir. They they can. It's awful. Yeah. You take somebody like Charlie Charlie Strong, man. Oh, bless his heart. Just just ending. Bless that man's heart. You know. No, like no, they Blaine, they did him dirty. I don't get oh, they, did. they they yeah, weren't a fan of did. him when they hired no, him and they basically just no. put up it's like having a, a stepchild that just breaks a bunch of shit and you just gotta just put up with it until eventually you're just mm-hmm. like, screw it, I'm done with this and just yep. bro, that we don't need man. Mm, don't get me in my feels already with this bourbon. I, I'll go on a rant about Charlie Strong <laughs> and how great of a I coach love, he is. Man, I, I love Charlie Strong. It, it bro, it's it sad, but um, but so I mean, what, yeah, like, and it's just money and money and money. And if you don't want to do or you can't do what we need you to do, not to mention, though, yeah, you're absolutely right. Number one recruiting class, like, you should be halfway decent coach, be able to do something with it. I mean, even an average coach would get something out of that, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like, then again, could have them, like, conditioned well, and you know, able to play a man defense or something. Are those Nick Saban, LSU? <laughs> Dabo, swing. are those number one recruiting class? Are they smoking pot in the opposing locker room on game days? Sure that. Are they, are they just ripping it, just think, you know what, no one will smell this? God, man, but I'm – so um, so Jimbo's – well, yeah, exactly. So Jimbo's remaining <laughs> schedule, Lane, is obviously this week they play Auburn. Take that what you will. Um, then um, – or they, they go on the road to Auburn. Then they host UMass – Eh. And Go then, on. yeah, exactly. It, well, it's, it, well, it's not Brian <laughs> Kelly or you know Appalachian State Part Two. Yeah, it's it's not Urban Meyer <laughs> before the before the shithead Urban Meyer. It's it's not them walking yeah. through that door. And then um, the last games against LSU. So they're what three and six right now. Blaine, Gosh, can you like, buy the number one recruiting class? Blaine, you buy a bunch of coaches. Blaine, you put a bunch of expectations. You poke the bear with Nick Saban. Blaine, you do all that, and you go four and six. I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you. You mm-hmm. asked, you, you told me, you, you nah, said, you, just right. like, you, you said, all right, all right. So you don't think money's real? I think money's real. I just think with something like that, it's like, all right, well, Blaine, it's a, it's a double edged sword. Like <laughs> you paid for this. Yeah. This is what you get. You throw all this money around for blindly and willingly, and this is your ROI. That's not on uh, – to me, that's not on the coaches or the players. That's on the boosters and the people pulling the strings that we don't know or the names that we don't know with all that money. Even as awful as it's been, though, like – and I'm with you. Like, is he that good or is he good at all? Great recruiter. Have you you given yourself time to – your investment time to mature, per se? Like – Giving him the chance to say, okay, I'm a great recruiter, but obviously I'm a horrible college football coach. 
and go out and get somebody else, which I, there's probably not any more money. Else <laughs> I was like, are you going to pay them? <laughs> You've been mowing have... people over there? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, the like it... have cap space? Like, is it, how does that work? Hey, it... <clears throat> Don't don't even speak that into this platform because the moment that someone hears us, nah, it's busted wide open. Yeah, because yeah, someone's gonna think about it, be like, hey, I, I heard on another podcast that someone mentioned a salary cap for college football, and then someone will be like, wait, what? That's oh, a thing? It. Yeah, right there, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so just we can't we can't fire those people up, and we blame we don't uh, FBI uh, gods. What we just said was completely out of jest. We are your yeah. humble servants, and we do your bidding. And we're going to continue to do your bidding with our now third and updated segment that we've had every single quarter. This is Blaine's first time actually taking part of this, so I'm really interested to see who what he has to say and what he's thinking of. Ladies and gentlemen, the return of fire and ice. I wish this was <laughs> – Blaine, I wish this was a little bit more of a um, – I wish we didn't have to wait as long for – house of dragon than we do for <laughs> fire and ice because fire yeah, and ice yeah. is going to come pretty quickly and now that we have to obviously wait oh, yeah. god bless we have to wait two years god bless uh, we don't need no 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 no, no 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 good good vibes only good vibes only woosa woosa i'm back now yeah, we could always have another pandemic that forces them to put out some content. So. FBI <laughs> gods sorry this yeah. man is saying things of jess <laughs> He's a great gesture, as you see, but we, we, we please. So allegedly, so, yeah, allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. So Blaine, my two coaches, a little different because they're both smaller schools. I just think that story's great, coaching records great, and position to kind of make some noise either in the off season or here this upcoming or these upcoming weeks. So my two coaches that are up, one is Hugh Freeze, the possible next head coach Ooh. for – Yeah, the possible next <laughs> head coach for the Auburn Tigers. They did just beat them hogs. And he said he, – he claims, hey, everywhere I go, I win, and I win quick. That's him talking to the AD. It's like, hey, come get me. You can come get me. I've beaten Nick Saban back-to-back years. Come get me. I can – I'll go the same state. I'm younger. I'm more frugal. I haven't had any contact with prostitutes yet, but I'm, I'm kidding. Freeze family. I'm kidding. But Hugh Freeze is one of them. The next one, uh, Blaine, is uh, Willie Fritz. You're probably wondering, who the hell is that? Just like Absolutely. most of our listeners. Ladies and gentlemen, Willie Fritz is the head coach of the Tulane, the 18th ranked Tulane <laughs> Green Wave. I'm telling you, they they've had their uh, their fair share of good times in New Orleans, being in the uh, being near that city. But right now, Blaine, the hurricanes are flowing, beads are throwing down. Tulane is Cute. doing well. I'm so happy for Willie Fritz. That's the first time I've actually think I mentioned him on Ball and Barrel, and I even try to like give a little bit of binoculars Funny. to. The, yeah. Well, I like to get a little bit those uh those smaller coaches yeah. like Lance Leipold. Yeah. No one was talking about Lance Leipold for the longest time and now apparently Wisconsin is just basically just like gargling his nuts just to just wait for him to come there, but <clears throat> but um my two coaches that are down. Now these are big program. Well, one's a big program, one was supposed to be a big program and kind of like fell off the last 3 weeks. So, my first one that's down, Blaine is Dabo. 
The dancing Davos. You kind of already pointed mm-hmm. to it earlier. That's why I didn't want to let you mm-hmm. get. That's why I didn't want to keep you going. I'm like, oh, you're about to take my talking points. You <laughs> sly son of a bitch. I mean, we think alike. That's what happens. Uh, and then the other one, um, Blaine, I was actually, he was actually on the up section, I believe, in either Fire and Ice 1 or Fire and Ice 2. But now he's obviously down just because he's lost three weeks in a row. Should have beat Clemson, but they, it, it, I mean, you are what your record says it is. And that's Dino Babers. I was a big fan of Dino Babers, what he's doing with the Q's boys. You know, we were having a good time talking about how all the basketball programs are doing well. And yep. again, bro, I Three-week loss or three-game three losing streak. <sighs> not not looking good right now for Dino Babers. I think uh, Garrett Schrader definitely hasn't helped with his play the last few weeks, but that's where I'm kind of just thinking with my two coaches that are up and two down. Again, with the ones that are smaller, I just kind of hope that that's more of a once someone hears this podcast and they Jimmy Sexton, mm-hmm. the agent of college football, is like, hey, my client knows – or my client's winning people over. These people don't even live in uh, – they, they don't even live in Alabama, and they're, they're getting one over. Well, my, my first buy is absolutely going to be your boy, Brian Kelly. The I'm sorry, what? A non-LSU fan is giving love to the rigid, Why arrogant, not? the Southern family, Brian <laughs> Kelly. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, I feel I mean, bad it's... I didn't put Billy Napier in there. Damn. <laughs> you get, the, you make the, me the feel resume. bad, Blake. Well, it, no, it's okay. He's, he's my second just because he's my boy. That's the only two I got. Ah, see, see. <laughs> But uh, for, for myself, you know, I'm obviously a little more skeptical about things than on the optimistic side. But Mr. Uh, Mister Silverfield, it's about that time. Thank you. No it's one else will say it in the 901. Thank you. I don't know why, but it's about that time. Like Loyalty. You can't, what was it? We'll was talk it about loyalty games, later. Four games in a row that you, you lose a lead and lose the game in the fourth quarter, like, you cannot blame anything other than the coach on that. Like, nothing. <laughs> sure. They, like, that, you, I, I, I hate it. That Big 12 bid guy. that we He's have going over, uh, that, that don't look good don't. right now. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Like, mm-mm. us going to the Big 12 right now looks like we can go from a possible bowl-eligible team where we are right now to probably another Vanderbilt or Missouri just mm-hmm. barely winning – Three games, like, yeah. I said it before, and I'll continue to say it. I think Prime, I think Prime, like Dion, needs to go to Memphis. Oh, that would be awesome. I agree. I don't know that I've ever even heard that thrown out there, but no one's throwing it out there. But I am because everyone wants. Well, Blaine, everyone wants to give him Florida State, Auburn. They want to give him these big, big time jobs, but it's just like, no, I'm like, give him a group of five. Let him, let him swag that place out. Yeah, and then yeah. give them a step. Why not Memphis? Yeah. Like, man, why oh, not Memphis? Perfect. Oh, my God. Prime time in Memphis would be perfect. Not too far from Jackson State either. Oh, no. No, not at all. And there's there's obviously a connection from Memphis to Jackson State. Like, we, we Obviously. Um, so, my next one's a little more of a hold than a sell. And I guess, uh, you know, Mr. Mr. Josh Heupel. What a is, hold, uh, huh? 
Yeah, what are you, what like, are you saying? I just, I have, are you saying this is a Florida questions. fan or are you saying this is a podcast? No, I'm, say, I'm saying this as someone straight out of curiosity. Like, <laughs> Hooker's carried him. He's okay. gone next year. Go on. What are you What? I, I just don't think he's as good of a coach as he has players. I really don't. Oh. I think he's a good coach, but I think Hendon Hooker has carried them this year, man. Did he Ooh. throw? Did he throw an interception in the Georgia game? Uh, yes, he did. He he yeah, had, so had uh, just two. one. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, I think he so only just threw just one. Year. Yeah, just two. Yeah, God, and that's I mean, crazy. like, that's nuts. And I, I don't know. Granted, that's pulling it out of my ass. I don't know. Shit no, uh, no, 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 no. I, I can understand. <laughs> I can understand but, with you thinking that after wonder, a loss, especially when they didn't show up. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, similar to a, what do you do after Tebow leaves, you know? What do you do, what do, you do after that? <laughs> hey, if, if you want to talk about shambles and quarterbacks leave, none of us know the pain and misery that the Indianapolis Colts are going through. You talk about when someone oh leaves, Lord. you don't know what the fuck to do. Yeah, we, we are nowhere near that realm. But I'll tell Dude, you I what. Was in, I was in Indy like a month ago. I went and saw my sister. <laughs> was and... it depressing there? <laughs> It was like they had this. <laughs> they're having a they're having a watch party for the Broncos game, and I was like, "Oh crap! Well, you know, maybe they'll beat the Broncos, or you know, maybe." And then they just got destroyed that night. He said it was, it was so actually. <laughs> this this really nice cordial bartender's on the news, and he's like, "Yeah, we're gonna have a big screen up out here. You guys, come on, we got plenty of room, plenty of drinks, and fun." And it was nobody. Good lord. I also also got to see the NCAA headquarters, which was kind of interesting to me. All right. Okay. Because it was it was on the uh, the IUP campus. It's kinda kinda I did not know that either, really. No, no, I was I was asking him, I was like, you know, does it get vandalized a lot? I said, No, and looked at me like I was crazy. I said, because nobody knows it's here. Yeah, that's 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 probably it. it. Because it was just casual, like, oh yeah, you know. Here's our athletic department, and here's well, our listeners know who, where it is now. And we got yeah. some listeners, and uh, we got yeah. some listeners around that area. I, I've seen the yeah, regions that uh, I've seen the regions, but that's bro. It's but no, speaking it, yeah. yeah. Well, that that's perfect with your with your sendum remarks. So this is perfect segue into this next talking point here, Blaine. If you had to send a conference in, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about the playoff, but I'm just talking about just within the general livelihood. Big 12, Pac-12, ACC. Give me some insight for those, or give me some insight for those conferences where you find optimism and hope and also kind of talk a little bit about the pessimism and also just kind of bring out some either glaring lights that no one sees or just some that are just so bright that it's really hard to look away. Just like I'm absolutely taking SEC off the table. Well, I mean, that, that, that's why I wanted, <laughs> no, to, I, 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 I wanted to take I wanted to take the SEC and the Big Ten off because there is Blaine. There's just no question anymore. The, the numbers don't lie. The 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 media deals they don't lie. So if you know if you had to choose another one, if you had to just choose Big, one, okay, yeah, I mean, it's got to be Big Twelve, right? Okay, 
I feel like there's got to be. I'm I mean, actually going to go against you on this one. Okay. So, with the why would you think the Big 12, part, from your perspective? Texas teams, money. All goes back to money. Well, both, Blaine, keep in mind, the two biggest brands in the Big 12 are about to leave. Now, we have teams like Cincinnati, oh, yeah, Memphis, sure. um, who else? Um, I believe UCF, you know, uh, the Gus Malzons and the Fighting Orlando Disneys, they're, they're going to come in there as well. Um, so, what I – okay, I'll agree with you in this. So, to me, the Big 12, just from this year – I'm going to base that on Kansas. Hell yeah. I love that. <laughs> I love that. And yeah. hey, I hope Lance Leipold stays. I God Blaine, I hope he stays. Probably not they going. Let it, they, they need to let him like work remotely in Nebraska too. And they need to be it. governor. They need to elect him yeah. governor. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They, they, Blaine, they are Kansas is bowl eligible and we're not even at the end of the season. Like that alone yeah, should just not, give you a not just bowl eligible, like legit pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If Jalen Daniels didn't get hurt, what if? But um, mm-hmm. as far as the Big 12, man, I can see it from your perspective of, okay, as far as a perspective of top to bottom of just from a competitive standpoint, just for this year, you know, mm-hmm. we got Texas, TCU, uh, Baylor still mm-hmm. competitive. Oklahoma chooses when they want to be competitive, you know, so you still have. All the state's kind of the same way. Same yeah. thing. Well, I mean, I, just, oh, Blaine, I think Matt Campbell is just kind of wearing thin. With Iowa State, uh, he should have struck, or he should have struck when the iron was hot with him to leave, and now he just kind of just looks like it's like, all right, well, you're not really building your resume. Spent a lot of time up there working. It's miserably cold in the winter. That's Ames, Iowa, isn't it? I don't know where that is, but it's all of Iowa for the most part. <laughs> he's like, I don't know, just all of Iowa. Like, <laughs> I don't need a it's, pinpoint it's location, whole, just the whole like, state. I got, <laughs> I got, got, got off the plane in Cedar Rapids, it's negative 18. You know, you get to Moline and it's oh, negative 14. May the force the be with you, but... Uh, the force is not with the Big 12, in my opinion, because, you know, the two biggest brands are leaving. The ones that you have coming in are a little mm-hmm. bit mid-tier. But thankfully, Blaine, I did read, I did read that the ESPN and the um, the, the media rights deal with the Big 12 and ESPN and I believe uh, either Fox or CBS, like that's that's trending towards, which is, is great for the Big 10. But well, you got to think, you got to remember basketball, too. That basketball money is going to be huge. Kansas, who else within that? Uh, Kansas State, yeah. Houston, man, Texas like Tech. Yeah. That's a sick conference, man. Oklahoma, well, Oklahoma State. Or not well, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State for sure. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we, we got to <laughs> – that's one thing we didn't talk about, the uh, the Jimbo, the deal. It's just um, country roads, take him <laughs> home. To the place where he belongs, West Virginia will pay Jimbo very little because Texas A&M is still paying him. <laughs> but uh, that's he that. said, "You don't, you don't, you don't ever say never in this business." You saw oh, that what I home. saw, and I'm home glad you home. saw that. Uh, <laughs> oh, Blaine, you know if Mama's calling. If Mama's calling, telling you to come home, it. Mm-mm. Well, the only reason Mama's calling is she knows the principal done got your ass in trouble. 
<laughs> hey, if if this is he, the case, he must, I mean, yeah, it must be. He must see the writing on the wall to say some shit like that, man. Like Blaine, it's a lot quieter that's, that's in cryptic. Morgantown, West Virginia, than it is in that's College beautiful. Station. Te- oh, beautiful, open land, an outdoorsman's dream, and a lot less booster meddling. Granted, granted, spent a lot of time in College Station too. Love it. It's a great place. But I mean, yeah, it's not. It's not West Virginia. So what I but neither will the money. So of course that's what I'm saying. Like he'll get paid by Texas A&M. West Virginia can offer him. I don't know, Blaine. Why don't they four or five million? Tra- just start treating coaches, the college coaches, like professional athletes, where they can sign and trade and go to their, you know. Just go ahead and make it a little easier because. I'm reading a few teams you know, that some people are God, already God bless Texas around. A&M. They took, they took a chance on him. They wanted to pay that man $100 million, and he just sucks. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he just sucks. Well, speaking of that, I already saw a few teams poking around the Sean Payton deal, but we'll we'll talk about that on uh, when we have you on for NFL pods. But, uh, yeah, so – Cowboys. Um, Tim and Odell both. <laughs> we'll talk about that in our on an NFL pod for sure, but <laughs> – I got to get to the conference that I kind of got to want to go with. And I know it's a little bit against the grain because everyone, well, not everyone, majority of everyone thinks this conference is dead. And Blaine, I'm actually, I know this sounds maybe crazy and this may be the bourbon talking. I'm actually kind of sticking with the Pac-12 for now. It, 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 don't mm-hmm. shake your head just yet. Don't shake your head just yet. Just no, he- no I'm interested in the the back. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You're like, all right, mm-hmm. all right. Let me let me get comfortable here. Let me. I mean, Aaron let me Rogers play in the Pac-12. Stop like, it. Do not co- do not put me in that bubble. <laughs> stop. I I am. You know, I am nothing. Some some, like, el- some elite spread players. I am the uh, the Pac-12. I am nothing like Aaron Rodgers. But so okay, this is why I blame. To me, this is sneaky interesting, and here's why. So you have a one-loss Oregon who's been playing very well. Even their head coach also has had some, quote-unquote, Auburn buzz. Um, USC, we already know what Lincoln Riley's doing. He basically solved the offense this year. He'll more likely solve the defense, whether it be recruits or transfer portals next year. Um, UCLA. I'm a big DTR fan. Chip Kelly, questionable, but uh, Zach Charbonnet, the the running back that they have, beast. Already looking at him for dynasty. And lastly, and you you know all too well, Utah. And the reason I include Utah. So when it comes to QBR rating, Blaine in the Pac-12, the teams that I even just listed off. So Oregon, USC, UCLA, and Utah. Even in that order. So Bo Nix. Caleb Williams, DTR, and Cam Rising, that's one, two, three, and four in QB rating. So if there is a conference that's at least having elite quarterback play and making this race for the Pac-12 and even possibly the last four spot, don't think it'll happen. But, well, I mean, again, don't think – Don't (laughs) – He's putting up the video game numbers as we anticipated, Blaine. As we, I think this may be me just chasing the numbers, but that well, that Blaine. That's why I said right it's, it's what now. 
it's what the numbers say. And not to mention, to, to kind of to your point, like I get a little conspiratorial on things. Oh, spill, you know, spill. Good old, good, old, good old Nike school being Oregon and all. Never wear the same money, uniform man. twice. Never. More money. But um, so awesome. So I guess we can at least unanimously agree. ACC, dead. Yeah. Dead. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. yeah. Uh, Clemson, uh, help me, Clemson. You're my only hope. Like they have a holographic little. Uh, well, them and TCU all have a holographic R two D two message. Just simply from the playoff committee, be like, help us, TCU and Clemson. Mm-hmm. You're our only hope. Otherwise, we got to put in three SEC teams or two Big Ten teams. Like you are our only hope. But yeah, uh, Blaine, I'm with you. Clemson, actually, Blaine, I'm going to go against the grain. I'm not even going to talk mm-hmm. about Clemson with the ACC. I'm going to talk about one team that can possibly meet Clemson in the ACC championship and probably even have a Heisman finalist. And that's our boy, Mac Jones. Oh, I'm sorry, not Mac Jones. Sorry, that's the bourbon getting to me. He's like, he's like what? Wait a minute, what did you just say? What year is it? Mac Jones is coaching at North Carolina? Oh, I'm sorry, Mac Brown and the Tar Heels of North Carolina. Yes, Blaine, yes, five-game winning streak. Drew uh, Drake May looks like he's uh, like the Michael Jordan version playing football. Can't turn over the ball. All it does is score. Dude. Bro, they're fun to watch. I'll give you that. They yeah. they are fun to watch. And, again, they could meet Clemson in the ACC championship. Blaine, I don't think there's a path for North Carolina to make the playoff. It's just a nice little, little come out of nowhere in a way. Yeah, again, yeah for sure. Because they're, what, 15? Yeah, 15, 15, I was going to say 15, 18 rank. They're somewhere within there. Yeah. But, yeah. You know I mean, he, oh, man. He's he's a stud, dude. Drake May is good. I ESPN earlier. He is a stud, and he's fun to listen to. They were interviewing him, and he's like, oh, man, we're just good. We're just good. <laughs> he's confident as hell. And I, but, I mean, he was, he, was, he was a good interview, too. That was good. If uh, you have the good quarterback skills, Blaine, and you can do well in front of a microphone, much like what we do, and just simply or simply keeping everyone entertained, but also being very calculated on what we say, that's incredible uh, quarterbackial skills. If that's even a uh, if that's even a term, <laughs> but um, all right, man, let's do it. Week 11's here. Here we go. So we're excited. So we get so pretty much, ladies and gentlemen, we have this week or we have three weeks left of college football. So pretty much within these three weeks, everyone says that November's for contenders, championship November. This is literally setting your team up for either an elite offseason, an elite playoff run, or maybe even an elite recruiting class. All can happen within the month of November. So, Blaine, we're gonna go ahead and start off with the uh, early morning game where bye, bye you bangles. <laughs> Just coming off a big, big win. We talked about how well Jaden Daniels has been playing. Blaine, they're heading to Fayetteville, where the jukebox has never stopped playing, where Sam Pittman's face is all over the town, says, vote for mayor. Is K.J. Jefferson hurt? Is he not? Don't know. 
from the game that I watched against Liberty, maybe, I mean, a shoulder injury. We both have shoulder injuries. You can heal it, but it can also, that pain can come back very quickly and be even more agon. Yes, sir. And even be even more agonizing the second type around or the second time around. Again, ladies and gentlemen, they're just coming off a loss. You heard that correct. A loss to the Hugh Freeze led Liberty Flames. Wasn't a big loss. It was only 21 and 19, but still, loss is a loss. But now they're hosting. Brian Kelly, Jaden Daniels, and a team, Blaine, that is feeling themselves. LSU's defense, I believe, will take another step. We talked about how efficient Mr. Hemden Hooker is, talking about how he only has just two uh, turnovers for the season. Well, Blaine Feathers, did you know that Jay Daniels 5 has only one? 24 total touchdowns, one interception. It's odd that he's the leading rusher. Doesn't matter because I'm pretty sure that uh, he's either Blaine. He's either right at like 800, 900. He's like close to a thousand yards rushing as well. So he has been mm-hmm. spectacular. I think this is another big game. So Blaine, I know you probably didn't follow this game last year. So last year when I had to watch this game. Gus Nussheimer, the Gus bus, he was the starting quarterback over Miles <laughs> Brennan and Max Johnson. And Blaine, that game ended 16 to 13 in overtime. Like that. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't patronize me. Yeah. So this is totally different. Revamped offense, new coach new vibes, new vision, and LSU controls their own destiny. And I believe this will be just another stepping stone. However, the time travelers agree with me, but then the only thing they don't agree with me is this being a revenge factor to where it's almost a blowout. Blaine, they they have this game as a – LSU as a a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Time travelers know something, and, again, this is why I wish they would give me their special – beneficial uh powers that they have just so i would use them for good 80 percent of the time i think it's because it's 80 that's probably why i don't get granted those powers but um still this blaine this is a this is a oh i'm sorry go ahead oh you're good let's like you said let's look at it from a from an emotional standpoint, you got LSU feeling themselves like we are freaking all cylinders like rolling, rolling, and nothing gonna stop us. You're just another bump. This is still Here a weird rivalry, though. We've seen this rivalry Absolutely. for years. It's and a weird rivalry. The Golden Boot is weird. Arkansas is embarrassed and mad, bro. Come so on. it's good. In my opinion, it's gonna be one of these of how long will it take. For you guys to break them, because they're gonna they're gonna break and do something stupid or just collapse. What does KJ play? That's the biggest I, question. I feel like they're gonna come out like the redheaded kid that got picked on and fight like crazy. We know that kid. Can't say yeah. his name, but we know that kid. Well, and and I'm all, I'm also just like thinking thinking about thinking about our buddy Cole. Like you know, he's, he's still standing behind his team on Cole. Sure. You know, it's got, we love it's, you, it's buddy. Little, little bit, little bit, you know. We love you, buddy. Come on. But we love you, buddy. 
I think I think I even saw a message board of Cole even saying that LSU would win by two scores or more than two scores. I'm, I'm oh, like, no. like I'm pretty I sure he's, he's like even stupid. he said that <laughs> he's not stupid. I think I think he's absolutely going to win. And yeah, one one three and a half tells me something, Mister Feathers. Three and a half something. They they know something that we don't. And I, I, I uh, give me the powers, but um, all right. So moving on to our next. Game, I'll tell you someone who definitely when, has power. When does when does ducks when does duck season start? Is that a factor in? <laughs> I feel like it uh, if that's the case, then I really hope duck season comes early. That well, that way it's much easier to just sit in a bind than really just get your ass kicked on the field. But yeah, Vegas knows something. Give me the powers, time travelers. I just want it. But uh, I'll tell you what else I want. I want more Brett Bielma. You know, I know Cole's not going to want to hear this part. <laughs> so, Brett Bielma, we are a Brett Bielma pod, Blaine. And right now, what mm-hmm. he's doing with the fight, fighting Illini is tremendous. It is absolutely tremendous. They, right now, Blaine, they're on pace to either play Michigan or Ohio State, whoever really wins that matchup. They're on pace to basically just pe- play them for the Big Ten Championship. And that's incredible. So, and ladies and gentlemen, you're probably wondering why the hell are you talking about Purdue and the fighting Illini when you're wanting to talk about a Big Ten representative? All right, well, I'll go ahead and tell you because I did a deep dive into every Big Ten matchup. Every single one of them. <laughs> you need to hear this too, Blaine. Every single one of them, Blaine, except two, have double-digit favorites. And not even small double-digit favorites, like big double-digit favorites. This is not a good week for the Big Ten. This matchup and the Iowa and Wisconsin, pretty much if whoever the first team to get to 20 points wins, like them, like that's interesting because whoever wins that game is in sure second place. But we don't talk about second place here. We talk about first place, yes. And right now, Illinois is in first place playing against a Purdue team. Definitely coming off two bad losses. That's for sure. Jeff Brom is, he's not an, Blaine, he's not an ignorant coach. He just coaches at Purdue. Like that's, that's, Mm -hmm. that's just the biggest red flag for that man. But, you know, um, so, but I mean, I, I think last week, Illinois, Blaine, I think just because they, I mean, well, so they had, I think, like two turnovers against Michigan State. Probably should have been like three or four, especially since they dropped. A, or they, um, I mean, the fighting line, I put the ball on the ground a lot, man, like a lot. But thankfully, they only lost yeah. one fumble. And then, obviously, uh, t- um, Tommy DeVito throws mm-hmm. another interception. But, bro, like. O'Connell chucks a lot of interceptions, too, dude, He He does. But the thing is, with Tommy DeVito, that was his biggest – Knock and one of the biggest reasons a lot of that fan base from Syracuse wanted him gone because he just turned the ball over too much. But now he gets mm-hmm. with Brett Bielma, he gets in a totally different state. It's like, all right, well, he's actually pretty decent. Last week was Syracuse, Tommy DeVito, and I think yeah. it'll be different this week. Um, this is essentially Blaine, almost like Illinois. We need to win this game just so we have momentum into next week and possibly a finish out because Blaine, I obviously play Purdue this week. Next week's Michigan. 
then need to come prepare for that one because that could be a possible rematch. So at least gain the yeah. upper hand ahead. And then they finish with Northwestern. Pat Fitzgerald and the strength and conditioning coach are cool, but you know, other than that, Northwestern is a shamble. So Blaine, this could be the fighting Illini's chance to really, really like put themselves in position to at least compete in the Big Ten Championship, just like everyone predicted it would happen in preseason. The fighting Illini. Absolutely. I'm That's going with them. Great. I'm going with the Illini. I think this is their this is their get right game. I wanna I wanna bring up Ohio State for a second. We haven't talked about them and <laughs> I don't, I don't really, I don't really have a comment on uh, on Michigan. They seem pretty solid, but they Ohio are. State's garbage. Ohio State's garbage. Twenty-one to seven against Northwestern, and they blame blame they blame wind. We we knew it was going to be shitty I weather. Care. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> are they too reliant on CJ Stroud, or is it just like that? Well, I mean, we can talk. We can really break down Ohio State. Yeah, yeah just... they absolutely are, and he's a stud. Don't get me wrong, but like, is he though? I mean, I... is okay. Is, I is he a college stud or is he a p- p- potential pro? Because from what I'm reading about CJ Stroud and from what I'm reading about the draft, like QBs, Blaine, it's literally two people. It's Bryce and Will Levis. Right now, as far as an NFL scout, those are the two, and everyone else is a project. And that even includes CJ oh, yeah. Stroud. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Of course, I'm then that kind of gets into what well, we'll get into in a little bit. You, 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 already, essay, you, you already have your talking points. In that case, sir, I will definitely not keep us or drag any along. Next one. So we have the Fighting Cardinals, who – their basketball program apparently got really embarrassed last night, but we're not here to talk about basketball. We're here to talk about college football. The fighting Cardinals are traveling to Clemson to take on those fighting Dabos. This is another game, Blaine, another game. Time travelers know something that we don't. Why? Why is Clemson only a touchdown favorite? With something like this, Shane. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I say I, I called you Shane just because you, you had the backwards hat on. That that really just took me. So, um, my, my apologies. Uh, Blaine Scott Sattersfield. There was talks about him getting fired, and this was even during preseason and even a little bit during the season. Mm-hmm. Now, and pretty much his offense was already staggering. So, Blaine, you pretty much have six games where it's kind of like, all right, well. We're still trying to figure out if Malik Cunningham is still pretty good or not. There's not really that many weapons, but he's talented. So that instantly just renders them a 500 record. Well, Blaine, now they're coming off three straight wins. So they're actually in yep. a better position than they were even a month ago. And now they're coming up they're, or they're going on the road to a vulnerable Clemson team. And Blaine, I'll just go ahead and tell you this right now. The biggest reason I wanted to talk about this game, not simply because of the matchup, players, coaching staff, I wanted to talk about Clemson's program with you. Mm-hmm. To me, bro, they're at a crossroads. Like they're literally at a crossroads. So, you know, we talked about loyalty and how that can really just be a little bit of a damning effect earlier in the podcast. Why doesn't Dabo make the move to Kate Klubnik? 
We've seen what DJU is. There, there's already blame. There's already speculation that he's going to leave anyway, whether it be for the draft or just even the transfer portal. Like, what what are we waiting on? There's three games left. Right now, I mean, especially Blaine after last week. Like, what do you have to lose? Like, even, like you can literally just tell your entire team, all right, we're going to the ACC championship, and we maybe made a big bowl game, but we're not going to the playoff. Like, they like yeah. they already showed us with their initial rank or their rankings on Tuesday, Blaine, that the ACC is a non-factor in the college football playoff committee's I, eyes I whatsoever. Yeah. They, they can see it already – so, Blaine, this tells me, all right, well, Debo, you're already pretty outspoken about not p- paying players. You don't really like the transfer portal. You know, you are you want to stick to the old ways of how everything was done, where it was basically Alabama and Clemson just fighting over national championships because everyone recruited at the same he, level. He's mad because Georgia came in. Blaine, you can even make the argument that Billy Napier, Josh Heupel, Brian Kelly, uh, Ryan Day with Ohio State, Lincoln Riley with USC. Bro, more players are coming to the table. It's not mm-hmm. just you. It's not just you and like right, two other, right. three or p- other people. And, and you're the one that signed a max contract with Clemson. Like you, you didn't have he to didn't. do that. I mean, he didn't. He he didn't. But um. All right, well, Blaine, I didn't even think about that. All right, well, that just proves my point. Dude, little crossroads. Like, I'm not saying they're going to get rid of Dabo or anything. He's he's made no. Clemson a national brand, but it's like, bro, like you got to you got to pivot. Like you got to pivot. Stale. stale would be an improvement. Like you're mm-hmm. getting lapped. Like I mean, you, there's a chance you could get lapped by. Uh, all right, Blaine, let's just say Louisville comes in and Malik Cunningham channels his inner Lamar Jackson and he just yep. runs wild and throws a bunch of touchdowns against this team. Because, I mean, Blaine, let me remind you, Clemson's pass defense is they're, they're giving up at least 250 yards a game. And uh, as far as uh, Clemson, Jeff Sims from Georgia Tech – and Garrett Schrader from the Q's boys, Syracuse. <laughs> Blaine, those are literally the the two most athletic teams that Clemson has played. They have not faced an athlete like Malik Cunningham. Small school, but hey, we all saw what Lamar did at Louisville, and yeah, the rest is history. But well, I mean, so, hell, something as simple as a dual threat, like a legit dual threat. Legit, you're right, up. and that's to me. I mean. I, I'm a fan of Clemson's D-line. Right now, they're kind of looking pretty vulnerable. But, mm-hmm. Blaine, I'm actually going Louisville. I think Clemson is just still vulnerable, still reeling at that crossroads. There's a lot of mm-hmm. side-eyeing, a lot of little you know, little whispers, little player conversations yep, yep, in the yep. locker room, like kind of like, hey, like that, that transfer window, is, that, that opens at the end of this <laughs> month or – Think you'll start seeing people, you know, step out because they don't want to get hurt for the. We blame. Stuff. We've already started seeing it with Texas A and M. What's to stop oh, yeah. it with anyone else? Absolutely. If it if it's if it's starting at Texas A and M when we're constantly getting updates about either like a decommitment or a possible like transfer or even like a possible just kind of just 
whatever quiet quitting whatever the hell the kids call it nowadays <laughs> i mean dude like it just i think clemson is now at that point because i mean you, you said it perfectly stale not willing to adapt staying loyal where you kind of need to you know make the business decisions just like look dj right. he, he was he was like the front runner for no nil right he was him that's nick right. saban well, yeah, because they yeah. wanted everything to stay the same. They wanted to be yeah. over everybody, and mm. no one give them a second look. And mm. you know, you talked about it: Kirby Smart, Billy Napier, Josh Heupel, Ryan Day, Lincoln Riley, Brian Kelly. Like the, I mean, now Texas A and M in Texas, they're going to pay for people as well. So, like Blaine, that matters, and mm-hmm. that's that's why I think Clemson is just. They're just bro. They're just stuck in their ways. Clemson A and M straight swap. I mean, I, Blaine, if that's the, the case, same. I'd much I, well, Blaine, shits if, and giggles. <laughs> shits and giggles, yeah. But I feel like it'd be more giggles for Clemson because at least at that point, the I mean, we may be like kind of losing or our program may be in shambles. But hey, at least we have a slide. You know, we have a slide that's in our athletic facility. <laughs> Jimbo Fisher just. Doesn't give a damn. He doesn't give a you, damn about you, any you, of us. You ever heard of Dabo Sweeney halftime speech? You sure he's not just dancing <laughs> in front of people? Yeah, I mean, I haven't. I mean, if, if there's something you know, please share with us, sir. No, like, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Yeah, exactly. You know. Well, I'm tell you, I'm going to tell but you. Why not? You know, why not? Yeah, why not? I'll tell you who's not playing blame. <laughs> Someone who's just who's pissed, who's had it up to – here with all the the dynasties over, you know I'm losing a step. I can't handle anymore. I just lost to Brian Kelly in his year one tenure with LSU. Now you have the fighting Nick Sabans, the Bammers, the Elephants. They're heading to the Grove. They're heading down to Highway Seven to Oxford, <laughs> Wild Oxy State Park. A good time for camping, good time for hiking, but the Grove, oh man, whoo, barbecue, drinks, pretty girls, tents. Let's just say other I'm substances. De- I've, <laughs> de- I've definitely, definitely <laughs> never. I think I've made it to one old Miss game and been to the Grove numerous, numerous times, and it just ends up being like. Oh, yeah, because it's it, Blaine. It's, it's the so exact same. So yeah, yeah, you're seeing yeah, the same yeah. faces doing the same thing. Except a mm. few years after you stay away from the Grove, you come back and it's like, oh, well, hey, let me introduce you to my son doing the same shithead things that I've been doing. <laughs> nice polo. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Never yeah. seen a polo with khaki shorts <laughs> and floaters with no socks. Talking about how great Delta is. Oh, we we don't need to get into that. Wait, we. we too many people we know over in that school. Did I did see a really awesome Bone Thugs and Harmony concert at uh, one of their fraternity houses one time. It was super cool. I mean, I, I, I'm not saying that the Boy, campus is terrible. Bama, campus is beautiful. <laughs> Bama's lost Ole Miss a few times in recent history in the Grove. Hugh Freeze because of old Hugh Auburn. Hey. John, new AD, go get him. <laughs> that would be perfect for Auburn. So, or for Memphis. He could come to Memphis if Dion doesn't want to. All right. 
Hey, man, he he was already winning in Memphis We're High School. Just come, shit, <laughs> shit. If Bring anything, if well, I mean, if he comes to Memphis, the uh, let's just say the talent and the quality that he had to bring in those recruits are going to be significantly downgraded. Sig- those resources will be significantly downgraded and probably been through the ringer a few times, but we don't need to get into that. Um, but, yeah, so Alabama goes to Ole Miss. Ladies and gentlemen, Nick Saban's pissed. There's nothing to get around it. Here's the thing I love about this, though, Blaine. Lane Kiffin doesn't give a fuck about anything. and He's the variable in all this that kind of throws me. Why? Because he – okay, so here's my thing. He's a variable to me because you don't know what you're going to get with him as far as his his plan for that. And And I love that. Like like Bama coming off the Tennessee loss, hard loss in Tennessee – Pretty much beat the brakes off Mississippi State. Like, just handled them. Coming off, lost to LSU. Like, they are going to be disciplined in this game. But Lane, man, it's like playing with a schizophrenic. Like, you don't know what's going to happen. Like, they don't fun. give a shit. <laughs> it's like Russian roulette. Let's just see what happens. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> he's, well, I mean, Lane Kiff is the kind of person, Blaine, that'll double down on Russian roulette. Like, let's play extreme Russian roulette where there's only Absolutely. one empty chamber. Like, instead of just right, one bullet, right. there's just one empty chamber. Like, that's the mm-hmm. kind of person, that's the kind of crazy that Lane Kiffin is. And, hey, man, I love it because, hey, you got to pay the troll toll to get into Nick Saban's soul. And Jimbo and Kirby have paid that toll. You can make the argument that Brian Kelly, even though that Brian Kelly never worked under him, but – Okay, so Alabama is a 12-point favorite, ladies and gentlemen. I know we don't normally cover big spreads like that, but still, this is a highly anticipated matchup because it's two top 12 teams ranked playing against each other, and it's the Jedi Master going up against his Padawan. And, dude, I wrote down in my notes, I just said, Ole Miss, run the damn ball. Quinson Junkins and Zach Evans. Hell, Blaine, even Jackson Dart get involved in the run game. Which is funny because Blaine, Lane Kiffin runs the ball significantly more than he's ever done with this year. And what's even great and what even really adds Blaine to Lane Kiffin's resume, dude, he's about to possibly go at least 10 and 2 back to back seasons with Ole Miss. He that's he's some... gonna pop. He's gonna pop out with special guest assistant coach Bill Belichick. <laughs> you thought he thought an ass chewing from Nick Saban was bad publicly? Oh, well, I guess he'll. That's, that, that's that's granddaddy though, right? Like, <laughs> well, you would think granddaddy have a soft spot for the grandson, but I, I mean, hell, I don't uh, know. He, but... he beats them all. Beats him. You all get beat equally the same. No one gets special yep. treatment. <laughs> but, uh, yep. uh, uh, dude, I, but I'm you actually. You will have a job here if you screw up somewhere. You will. Else. <laughs> you will. You'll just be underpaid and you'll be a punching bat. Yeah, oh, yeah. exactly. Come yeah. on back. We got a GA so spot mil- for million you. Million dollar education you're going to get here with us? It's, uh... For sure. For sure. Yeah. But I mean. Put this on your resume. <laughs> Blaine, call me crazy. I'm actually picking Ole Miss. I actually think that uh, Lane like Kiffin it. can win 11 games, one win more than the program history, and the only loss that he would have would be to the 
when they blew the lead against LSU, which would make the LSU beating Ole Miss victory even better. And we'll, we'll talk about that with the playoff talk. Oh, yeah. let's go. Let's go, Lane. Let's go. Because See, of, that's, I mean, that's a good point. Like, I, Bama, Bama playing three super tight, close, hard-fought games. And penalties. In the last month. No, like, and, dominant number two. Blaine, not only that, where are the wide receivers for Alabama? This, exactly. Where? We're talking this like Amari a, Cooper, you know, Jalen Waddle, Devontae Smith, you know, who else? Uh, unfortunately, Henry Ruggs, you know, rest in peace, the girl and the this, dog this that he is killed. Kind of a, this is kind of a, a Bama crossroads as well. Like, this is one of those, like, if they Explain. were pretty much nailing the, nail the coffin, I mean, they're not getting back into the playoff if they lose this one. Oh, but, I mean, Blaine, they're already – people are, are already – Writing Alabama off just with these two losses. Oh, right. We're not even in Thanksgiving, right. and people are like, screw right. Alabama. Right. But you knock off Ole Miss, you start to climb that ladder again. But I just, I'm with you, man. I, I like Yes, sir. Well, I mean, I we're like Lane Kiffin fans because he's an ass <laughs> and we love it. Like, I saw him reading, I saw him. Tweeting out on, uh, of course, on Elon's app, which I already told you last night. I'm seriously considering getting verified on Elon's app. But uh, uh, we saw, or he he tweeted out a picture, or a, a picture of a, a hardback book. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, people still read those. Um, and it was um, the coaching secrets. I believe that the name of the title of the book was of Nick Saban. And I just quote tweeted chess. Not checkers. Like, that is just, ladies and gentlemen, that is what Lane Kiffin does. He loves <laughs> trolling Nick Saban. And oh, that's so good. He knows how to beat him, Blaine. He knows. Like, he knows. Mm-hmm. And I think just because it's Will Anderson and there's not another, like, dominant defensive lineman, there's a few linebackers, but they're mostly just transfers, specifically uh, Henry Totoa from uh, Tennessee. But there's not really a big, like, okay, we're used to seeing Alabama defense have at least, like, three or four massive playmakers. Now, those three or four, Blaine, could be on the defensive line alone. They could be spread out from two on the D-line, two in the, the defensive backfield. Like, you pretty much just have these stars that are on your defense. Right now, right. you have Will Anderson and 10 other guys. And I think that's uh, with Kirby having his reassurance of now him competing as far as like top recruits, stealing those away from Nick Saban, Texas A&M and Texas paying to get away from those. Uh, now Brian Kelly can even tell recruits like, hey, we beat Nick Saban year one with the team we didn't even think would be that good. So like, imagine that. And, you know, obviously with the ascending of uh, Josh Heupel uh, now beating Tech or beating um, Alabama and even with Billy Napier, you know, simply rising through with Florida. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, Florida can finish eight and four and people pick Florida to finish like maybe three or four wins. Like just just sink on that for a minute. We'll get into Florida here in a little bit, but I mean, actually, we'll get into Florida here next. But um, I guess my last thing I'll say with Ole Miss, you know, I talked about how they can possibly blame finish 11 and one. So, there's this game against Alabama. 
Next week, they play the Pigs, which at that point, hopefully we could be coming off two losses to Liberty Flames and to LSU. So they'd be, they'd be kind of teetering on the lifeline or yeah. I guess, um, you know, on life support, so to speak. And then they finish, of course, with the Egg Bowl facing against the Pirate and Will Rogers. So, dude, if... If if who knows, but if Lane Kiffin finishes eleven and one at Ole Miss, bro, that should make Auburn give you a blank check. We talked about on this podcast specifically ball and barrel because producer Rob doesn't want to talk about it in the NFL pod. How he how Lane could get NFL interests. Let's say Mm -hmm. Jeff Jeff Saturday doesn't work for the Colts or. Let's say, you know, now we heard the recent news as of today, ladies and gentlemen, that oh, oh, brace yourselves, ladies and gentlemen. Here's a very polarizing uh, news break. Dan Snyder from the Washington Football Club is being sued. <laughs> Who would have thunk I that, that was actually going to be some news, you know? Oh, excuse me. I, I didn't mean to bore you. I'm, I'm just, I'm just glad you're still awake for no, that. No, no. I'm, I'm talking. I'm talking about when they actually broke it. It was like, you know, they're, they're having a closed doors meeting, and then they start talking about the player that got shot. Closed and all doors. This kind of stuff. And, and, yeah. What does that mean in in the Washington organization? Blaine closed closed doors to who? Like, because from what if you read the same report <laughs> I did, there wasn't a whole lot of closed anything. But we don't need to get into that. We'll get right into, of course your favorite matchup this week, and that's when your Anthony Richardson, Billy Napiers, they are heading to face off against the swagged out Shane Beamers. <laughs> Blaine, I wrote in my notes, any quarter, any team that has Spencer Rattler as the quarterback, I'm instantly picking against. I already love oh, Florida. I, I mean, I already loved Florida to begin with. Just because, again, I watch the games. I watch Anthony Richardson. I'm rooting for Billy Napier to do well. You know, we, you know, we say we say about Billy Napier, scare money, don't make no money. And that's exactly all he's about. And you know, uh, so with this, um, Blaine, I'm kind of. I know you don't want to hear this, but just from an entertainment perspective, I really want this to be a shootout. I want this to be. Well, apparently sco- Vegas does too. Dude, time travelers, were you just just give me the power. Just give me a glimpse of your power. I won't uh, abuse bump, it too bump much. That. I, I don't I don't mean to offend any South Carolina fans out there, but we're gonna make breaks off y'all this week. Let's say why not? See absolute breaks and those sunglasses. So they the I, sunglasses look good, I will admit. They look good. They are kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Shane Beamer may sa- being in South Carolina look cool, but the thing is, Blaine, and I even wrote this in my notes, I wrote, it's been fun at South Carolina. So, <laughs> not only, not <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that, that, I'm just saying that just, you know, I'm adding South Carolina. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. obviously, they have y'all this week. Next week, they have Tennessee. And then the following week, they have Clemson, which at that point, hopefully, Clay, uh, Kate Klubnick will come in, really put it on them, and just you know elevate Clemson into the um, the top five AP polls for next year. You know, um, obviously, I'm picking See, that, Florida. That's that's what's going to be awesome is 
We'll beat them pretty handily. I'm not going to say we'll beat them like Tennessee will. Tennessee's going to. You know, are at least a, a touchdown favorite. I think it'll be more because, again, Spencer and Rattler is the quarterback for South Carolina. I would love to see some crazy, stupid shit like what like happens with the selection committee and Clemson pull out a win over Louisville in a tight one, and they're like, oh, that was a hard fall. No, sir. Get them up to number eight or nine, and then South Carolina come in and just beat that ass. It would be awesome. Really just make the playoff committee just have egg on their face. Be like, oh, I thought you mm-hmm. were riding with Clemson. I understand. You're, you're a fan of chaos mm-hmm. just like mm-hmm. I am. Yeah. You just you just want it to be a lot more blatant than I than I do. It's uh, I mean, Blaine, that I just, could, like I almost want to blow the whole thing up. To be completely honest, like it's jumping blow what up my head, but all of it, like it, 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 <laughs> everything, just anything that you can imagine, everything. in the same aspect that like you know how we talk about the SEC always beating up on each other. Like, you have lots of top-tier teams that could be elevating in different conferences, but they're not because they're in the strongest conference there is. They are. That's just the same as having Clemson or Ohio State or somebody that is, you know, 7-0, and 5-0 at the time playing jack shit and yeah. ranked and still holding it. Like, when, when was it last week or the week before when they jumped? Them over Tennessee. Or I guess that was this week when Tennessee lost. But well, all right, so are, are they jumped that Georgia jumped them? Are they they jumped Georgia, didn't they? No, no, yeah, no. So, that was a, so Georgia's won. Uh, I believe Ohio no, State. No, no, no. Like weeks prior. Oh yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, that yeah. Yeah, and it just it just makes me not give it anybody. Any of it. It's like well, round robin. Let's have a 64-team playoff just like the NCAA <laughs> We're just going to have a <laughs> December madness, and yeah, yeah, people are just yeah. going to play no matter what. I mean, well, I think, Blaine, what you're alluding to there is like, okay, well, what's great about March Madness and what could be great about something like that, which, you know, obviously we'll talk about the expanded playoffs here in a little bit. It's just there's a chance. It's not a series. It's a one-game chance. You have a chance just as much as the other person. If the other team is playing tight, if the other team's not playing well, you get a few lucky bounces, you get a, a few lucky calls or non-calls that don't go against you. Hey, it's... Football ain't that game, though. It, it, it isn't, you know, it, it, okay, it definitely isn't because it's more of a team sport than an individual sport, so... But you know, but I'm saying you don't need a series to decide who who is. Uh, you don't. You're right. You don't. You don't. You, I mean, especially with some of these series, we'd see a lot of sweeps if anything. Like, mm-hmm. just, and we and we don't need to see that. But uh, I'll tell you what we do need to see, and it's the game of the week, supposedly. Um, experts. Hell, we can make the argument that we're experts, Blaine. <laughs> but it, may, uh, it makes as much sense as some of the stuff. Like, I mean, I, I guess it kind of plays into just the weird week. But uh, anyway, so the game of the week, ladies and gentlemen, the Horn Frogs of Texas Christian. They're going to take their amazing medical and agricultural program, and they are heading to keep things weird in Austin, the supposed real UT. 
which is not true. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Let's let's groan at that just for a, just a slight <laughs> moment there. But um, I feel Blaine, like, I feel like McC- McConaughey may have said that. I mean, I was drinking uh, some uh, some wild turkey Long Branch a couple weeks ago, and I was pretty much referencing as many McConaughey quotes <laughs> as I possibly could. You know, so that really wouldn't go against the the brand and theme of what we're doing here on this platform. But um, Blaine, it's I, just, I hate Texas. I, I hate I, Texas. I, I I really do. And I like the fan base, the brand. I don't mind Steve Sarkeesian, but there's a chance that he could finish. Eight and four and nine and three, and that's even before Arch Manning, which sucks. And now they're yeah. coming into the the SEC, bro. This week against TCU, who, ladies and gentlemen, in case you forgot, is ranked four in the country. Texas is a touchdown favorite. Now I think this is more of the time travelers kind of like weeding through the lines of Texas Christian, just like all right, well, they've won some really close games against some mid tier level teams. And Texas, yeah, they've lost to some teams, but they've also competed in some games, preferably Alabama. And uh, last week when I – God, Lane, I thought Kansas State was going to just come in and just say, fuck you, Texas, and just mm-hmm. – but nope, Texas was just like, you know what, we're going to do horns up, yeah. <laughs> Bunch of – That's it. Yeah. Ex- I, yeah. It's te- Unfortunately, it's I have to take Texas, Texas this week shit. because – It's Texas. Well, well, I mean, okay, so Blaine, I'm not picking this because I'm a fan of Texas. I'm picking Texas no, this week because I'm a fan of chaos. I need mm-hmm. to see chaos. And I think the playoff committee did that too. They thought, all right, well, or they, they simply put TCU. Blaine, they thought, all right, we're just going to put it in the is like, t- is like TCU the most likable of all the, the Texas schools? Understandable. No, no, no. Like, I, I feel mean, like, I feel like, again, I feel great like medical program, great ag- agricultural program. Their mascot spits blood and self-defense. I think that's cool as they hell. Got, they got screwed. Like, when was that? We were in high school, we, college. Like, they got screwed. We were in college, man. Yeah. Because it, uh, it was TCU and Baylor. TCU and Baylor. Well, this is the best team that TCU has had since Andy Dalton. And as a Saints fan, I'm telling you that. Like just, awesome. I have not watched them play one time. Like I have just looked at their stats, but dude, Max uh, Duggan is fun to watch. No, I put uh, no, Sonny don't Dykes. Don't disrespect the Red Rocket. <laughs> As a Saints fan, I can definitely disrespect the the Red Rocket. But uh, no man. But I mean, Max Duggan's fun to watch. Uh, Sonny Dykes was one of my coaches. That stock was up in one of the Fire and Ice segments. Like, dude, I've loved what. Texas Christian has done this year. It's been really fun to watch. It's just it's Texas. Exactly. So now this is basically TCU's last like test in a way. So Blaine, they have obviously Texas this weekend and then they have Baylor and Iowa state to finish out. And Blaine, it's going to be really hard for the playoff committee, even now that Texas Christian is not a conference champion. If they finish undefeated, especially if they finish undefeated with a Big 12 championship, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, unfortunately, they're going to be in. You, are, you already put them at number four. You can't go down. You can't. You can't. Dude, you can't. You can't. Again, scared money don't make money. I mean, you put you them got, at four and, and for you, a you reason. Try, you got to try your best. You got to ride with model. them. You got to yeah. ride with them. You got to ride with them. I mean, that's. I think you got to. I think you got to. And I. But. I, just, I mean, everyone I loves a Cinderella, but the Cinderella has to make somewhat of a believable stance. Like with Blaine, with TCU, again, they've won close games. I mean, I believe even last week they were even down, or I think was either last week or two weeks ago they were down in the fourth quarter and they eventually just came back and won because of the brilliance of Max Duggan. But, I mean, okay, so, he, so here's do, what's going to get. Do they, do they win close games against bad opponents? Or do they just find that? A way that's to the win thing. Yeah, game. yes, sir. So they're mid-level Big Twelve opponents. So they're not even like big-time opponents. They're 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 mid lane. Right, right. That's right. that's the biggest thing. That's why I think that the time travelers have Texas as a minus seven instead of TCU because the time travelers can clearly tell that it's like all right. Well, Texas may have more losses, but we consider them the better team. And I think they're betting on a bust. Like, I mean, look, I am too. As far as, I mean, <laughs> as far as Vegas looks, I mean, you, you law of averages that shit can't keep happening. Well, <laughs> if, I mean, if okay. It does, if it does, then our model's broken. <laughs> well, I mean, we, we talked about how they have to stick with them, so they they're they're sticking with them. And but here here's why I think it's a little bit of a a risky move and an insane move to even make that type of statement, Blaine, before we even. I think they just did this, Blaine, just to basically reward TCU at the time for being undefeated. It's like, all right, well, you've made it this far. You've mm-hmm. you beat the shit out of Oklahoma. Like, like, like when you know, Hawaii did it that year, where like Colt Brennan or whatever. Rest in peace, Colt Brennan. Yes, sir. That thing. Yes, sir. Rest in peace, Colt Brennan. So yards a game against. Yeah, so I, State and- right, and I, I think that's why they're even like I think that's why the time travelers are just kind of like, all right, well, it's been fun, it's been a great story, it's been cool, yeah. it's been good, like talking show, podcast, Disney bar, yeah, yeah it, it's been great discussion, so to speak. Well, right now we're in November; it's reality. Contenders and are for November. Big brothers turn. Yes, bigger brand, better players. They've paid for better players. Um, you know, last week, Bijan Robinson, we talked about how he was going to have a big game. He just goes out and does just that. I think um, at this point, Blaine, um, DK, DKR, the Texas Stadium, bro, it's going to be rocking. It's going to be mm-hmm. – ro- mm-hmm. Blaine, they're going to be drinking all day. It's going to be loud. They're going to be drunk. And of course, what do we say about Austin? They keep Austin weird, and they're going to be partying on Sixth yep. Street and Rainy Street, and getting every bit of going, every bit of the vibes coming through. Unfortunately, I'm taking Texas. I hate. Oh, I hate Blaine. Oh, I, I, I'm a. I'll, I'll balance you out. I'm taking TCU. But okay, all right. Thank you. Thank you. Here's a. Thank you for not agreeing with me. Thank you. I don't know if this goes with no. This goes with the weird. So this may help your help your Texas pull, but there are six dollar tickets for that game. What for at, six dollar tickets? Oh, good lord! At, I was I, I was looking at the week eleven lineup, and you know it'll show you like how much the tickets yeah. is. Yeah, six dollars. <laughs> 
So a beer costs more than a everybody ticket. Everybody come. Oh, you probably yeah, that is literally ticket. everybody and your mother come. It's getting weird. It's going to be weird as hell. All yeah. right. Well, that, that, God, keep Austin no. weird. Hey, they, they, they stay consistent. I'll give them that, man. It's, God bless. Really? A beer costs yeah. more than the ticket? Blaine, they're basically putting the Texas tickets into uh, McDonald's bags. Just be like, here, just just come, just just come and be loud. Make sure you drink, drink a lot. Yeah. And but I mean, I'm already picking Texas. I, I fucking hate it, but I. Oh well. I'll tell you something I don't hate, and it's these college football expansion talk. So Blaine, I wrote this down because I wanted to give you myself and the listeners just a literal visual picture to just put this into your mind. So if it if the playoffs started right now and I'm just simply just going off just by the rankings that we have just right now. Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan and TCU right now they all have a bye. So they don't even play the first week. So the first week if everything was lined up and everything was set up right now, Hendon Hooker against DTR. Bo Nix against Lane Kiffin. LSU against Clemson. USC versus Nick Saban. Man, that sounds sounds like. Do I need to say anything else? Like, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. That alone, like that, just right there. That alone will sell. Lane Kevin and Bo, Lane Kevin and Bo Nix was just funny to me. I feel like Bo. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> that sounds hilarious to me. Like, oh my god! The over under in that game, Blaine, would be probably 80, 72 to eighty. <laughs> like yeah. just no defense whatsoever. Like defense don't even show up. We're just gonna play seven on seven the whole time. Yeah. Right. 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 Bro, it needs to hurry. I know that they're pushing for it to happen sooner than 2026. Bro, I hope it happens next year. We need we, we need 12. Four is over. It's done with. We're sick of the discussion. We're sick. Because yep. think about this, Blaine. And this is a huge what if. And Shane and I kind of already talked about it. But, I mean, I put on my little tinfoil hat and I thought about it more. So you have a one-loss Tennessee where their one loss was to Georgia. You have a one-loss Georgia where their one loss was to LSU in the SEC championship. You have a two-loss LSU team that's never made the – that a two-loss team has never made the college football playoff. You have a one-loss possible Michigan team that just lost to – that obviously lost to Ohio State. You have Ohio State that maybe is – or how about this, Blaine? Ohio State is 13-1. and one. They're not Big Ten championships. They actually lose to Brett Bielma. And you have a 11 and – or at that point, 11-1 Oregon team that more likely just won the Pac-12 championship. So just right there, just, you know, the six or seven teams that we just listed, like that's significantly more than four. It needs to happen ASAP. More exposure – more games, more money, more travel. I mean, I but mean, you there is. I actually had that. So I had something very similar to that written out as a question for you because LSU sneakily we do think has alike. a path to it. Sneakily has a path to it, but you're going to have to beat Georgia twice. 
like no doubt. Because if if LSU were to get in, they'd be four. Even if we, even with the love you guys, but twice, twice, twice. Even Bama couldn't do that last year. Twice, not Mm -hmm. twice. Mm -hmm. This isn't couscous. So nice they named it twice. This isn't couscous. Mm -hmm. No, like I. I don't see it either, Blaine, if that makes you feel any better. It's just um, – I'm just happy just from an LSU fan that our rebuild but, but is you're, you're right, happy. though. Absolutely. If you guys win the SEC championship, you better damn sure be in it. Like I would be But would they put learn. a two-loss team in, though, even with an SEC crown? That's the biggest question. Over a one-loss Oregon team. I guess, I guess team, that's going to – are we talking about <laughs> – I mean, we're talking about a lot of shit are, right now. They, no, no, I'm saying, yeah, yeah. Are, are these we're, we're like going even broader now? Because are these? We can go down teams? a rabbit hole. Hell, we can. <laughs> shit, we got to. We're, we're an hour and a half, man. We're, we we well, make we've are, got a ton we, of great content. Are, we shit. Are we look? Are we looking at this like as the entire season? The best teams? Are we looking as at this as the best teams at that point? I mean, are you, is momentum okay. factored in? Uh, then you got to just all right. The well, schedule for sure. See, with momentum, you can't see that on paper. You can only just see that nah. during the game play. Like you can't. Yeah, the you co- can see it that that LSU just went from losing to Florida, Florida State, State to and like- Tennessee, <laughs> getting their waxed, and then beating. Okay, so I'm, that I, I'm no I'm I'm no brilliant person, but I think they call that a trend. <laughs> well, uh, some but I mean do. something like that. But but at the same time, something like that is different than because you could you could not plug in a Clemson in a similar situation to that, and it worked. It's only because it's the SEC that that works. Well, the SEC gets the benefit of the doubt. That's absolutely. As that's should. that's. I mean, yeah, you're right. They totally should. It's just. But you you shouldn't say it out loud like they do. Well, we can much. say it because <laughs> we live in SEC no, country and <laughs> numbers don't lie and shit is just it's real. Just like like they, they they throw up the they throw up the bracket before anything flips over and it's just like SEC like watermarked in a few and they accidentally put it up there. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, Blaine, you're already kind of seeing that <laughs> with Tennessee be. at five. Like they're already kind of telling you like, all right, the moment that TCU slips up, it's over. Like we'll put in oh, Tennessee yeah. and we won't even care. Yeah. Like yeah. that, like Blaine, they're already talking about that, man. That's why, that's why I feel like, again, TCU and Clemson, like they, the R2D2, like you're, you're our only hope to not me, this do me this. Down really, really dark, scary rabbit holes for me because I find college athletics to be one of the last pure things in the world, and it is not anymore. No, sir. I don't. Far from it. I actually. don't mean starting like, to get farther like, from it. I don't. I don't. I don't mean pure in the sense of everything. I mean pure. You in and producer Rob are the playing. same people. And I just. Yeah, it's it if if it's a little if it's a little sketchy, then it's way sketchy, if that makes sense. Oh, makes total sense. I mean because we all all this shit as is Tennessee fans, they, they said, still... it's like it's like, yeah, TCU, we've been telling y'all this before you even got the season when y'all were just joking around saying, Oh yeah, we're gonna be undefeated coming into Texas. Like, yeah, even if that happens, Texas is gonna beat you because it's already in stone. 
<laughs> and Blaine, this is at Texas, and it's at night, yeah. and you know yeah. those Texas fans are going to spend yeah. all day drinking, talking shit, feeling good. They probably should feel bad because their medical and their agricultural program is nowhere near as uh, uh, superb as TCU. But still, like I mean, they hang their hat on what they want to do, and it's definitely the game of the week for sure. It is, but I mean, I, it's definitely that. I'm it is. I'm tired but of Texas. I'm just tired. I of am, but Blaine, I think they just do this, man, because I'm brand purposes. Yeah, well, I'm gonna watch, watch a little Manning for sure. Absolutely. Well, not only that, man. The media fucking just loves Steve Sarkeesian. That dude can. That dude can win three or four games. They'll just be like, "Well, it was just a bad team. It wasn't Steve?" <laughs> like, I'm, I'm serious. Like, they're they're Blaine. There are seriously. And this isn't just in college. This is definitely in the pros, specifically. Everywhere. It is. But then why? If you why? <laughs> well, Blaine, if you win over the media, they are more lenient. They will Absolutely. not crucify you. They will work with you. Whereas you have someone like Brian Kelly, who the media hates, that takes every chance they get to scorn him, and he wins. The media didn't like Nick, or not Nick Saban, uh, Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin's about to at least win, go back-to-back 10-2 and two wins at Ole Miss. They're going All, against the grain, going against the grain. Well, the media, and just like the media doesn't <laughs> like podcasts, because the podcast is more of an entrepreneurial spirit. Podcasting is more of a streamlined bit of information, where the media just and, wants them to be the only form. You're calling out bullshit stories left and right. It's like I don't care. I do not care about that. Like, <laughs> and I'm quite confident no one else does either. We have the ability to do that. They don't. They hate that. It's almost like basically just seeing someone have a much better life than you and wish that you had it. And all cab you do is just an Uber. It's cab drivers and Uber, man. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know if the media is threatening to, to the nth degree. destroy, like, literally blow up vehicles, but we don't need to get into that. But uh, unfortunately, the like, what's that? I said, do they still make tabloids? What's a tabloid? Lit, something about liz, lizard people at the at the Piggly Wiggly. Channel. Yeah, you would. Yeah, you would have to literally go to the Piggly Wiggly to get your main streamlined information. But Dude, thankfully, man. now that we live in 2022, we can literally just type in the Google and just type in anything that we need to know. So, blame. Unfortunately, as we come to an end, we have to go to the last segment of Heisman winner, national championship game, and national championship winner. I have to admit, I have to admit to you, I have to admit to the listeners and to all the Vols fans that listen to this and the Vol Nation. Last week, I was oh, in gonna... my – what? No, go ahead. Go ahead. I, okay, so you're, you're, you're probably not going to care. But last week, I was in my feels. I had had a little too much Sweetens Cove. I'm officially two of three of the Sweetens Cove bourbon. The bourbon that I'm drinking now is uh, Bardstown uh, Bourbon Company. So Bardstown is incredible because they have 
over 60 different recipes and 60 different flavors. And what's incredible is that the beginning of uh, June, uh, oh, I'm sorry, not June, January of 2022, they will release their first official six-year aged bourbon. They're still a relatively new distillery, but still an amazing distillery. The only thing I hate mm-hmm. about their distillery, Blaine, is that any t- they don't make the same bottle twice. So if you really like something and once it's gone, it's gone. I, I hate that, but I understand the secrecy and the sense That's- of urgency. But I, I, I was in my fields last week, Blaine. I said... I mean, I've been saying that Hinton Hooker is going to win the Heisman. I'm actually still sticking with that. That I'm still sticking. I was kind of glad. I was kind of glad that our other episode got lost by the government and <laughs> that. Uh, oh no, it's still there. That I, I was never recorded saying that. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, Blaine, it's it's still there. And from the numbers that I looked at, a it's lot of people, li- yeah, a lot of people <laughs> listened. To that episode, just as I'm sure, especially now that we got new listeners. So the new listeners have no idea what you're talking about unless they go back and mm-hmm. listen. Then they'll have a, exactly how, what you're talking about. But oh. it's like, we want them to do that, Blaine. We, we need them to do that. But uh, <laughs> so I'm still sticking with Hidden Hooker. It's just last week I picked Tennessee to beat Ohio State in the national championship. I was feeling good. Too much Sweetens Cove. Shane had me all in my fields as well. So thankfully I have you to kind of bring me back down to earth. Be like, hey, stupid. Like, just like, hey, shit happens. Like, we can't predict it, but shit happens. So uh, I've come back to reality not drinking as much. Well, that's a lie. I'm, I'm still drinking the same. So, but this week, Blaine, it's, it's a little bit different. I'm going back to what I was originally saying for the longest time up until last week. I believe that it'll be Georgia versus Ohio State, and uh, Georgia will take home the national championship, repeating, and Hinton Hooker, or I'm sorry, him, Den Hooker, um, taking home the Heisman, which I kind of now hate in a way, Blaine, because uh, right now is. You know, it's the midweek for, or I'm sorry, it's midseason for NFL, which means that those teams that kind of suck, you know, you're kind of looking towards the draft. You're looking at all the, you're, you're watching college football a little bit more because you're hoping that one of these stud players goes onto your NFL team. But of course, the Saints don't have a first round pick that belongs to the beloved Eagles, which now looks like it could be a fucking top 10 pick, which is horse shit, which means that we're going to have to pray for the second round. Doesn't seem like getting Hidden Hooker in the second round is a possibility anymore, especially if he wins the Heisman. I need him to start not being so great so the Saints can get him in the second round. So I'm having to look something up real quick, but why why is there no there no backing of Stetson Bennett? What's wrong with him? Okay, so I was a big Stequavius I fan. Think he's a motherfucking gangster. Okay, so and it is. I mean, he, he did the call, you know, the call sign. You know, he had the game. You know, damn, it feels good to be a gangster game. He had that. And, Blaine, I was I was drinking the Stequavius Kool-Aid early in the season. I think it's just that game in Missouri really just sits in my head. And when that happened, and then, you know, the offense was kind of – they weren't – Blaine, they weren't bad. They were just kind of just – it's kind of staggering, but and you know, obviously, you know, I mean, they were bored. Yeah, that's it. 
I mean, Kenny McIntosh and Brock Bowers and elite defense. You're right. I'm, I'm not bored, but it's just kind of like, all right, like I can just guess this because this is just the state of the program that Georgia has. But, you know, that, I mean, but I'm, again, you got me coming back down to reality. You got me thinking, you know, with, well, mostly well, as clear eyes as I can have. <laughs> Hemden Hooker still winning the Heisman. Resume speaks for himself and could blame. We even talked about the finish that Tennessee – or we didn't talk about the finish that Tennessee has. Tennessee has a rather easy finish. He can put up video game-like numbers and really elevate to that resume. And But Georgia and Ohio State, they look – I feel like there should up. be an algorithm to determine this by now. There should, but uh, Elon hasn't figured it out yet. That's why we need to elect uh, he, him president, and he shall figure limit, it out soon. Limit AI, man. Limit AI. Gods, so, FBI, this jester I'm, that you have before you, <laughs> do not listen to this man. We are your humble servants, and we pray to you. <laughs> Bo Nix for Heisman. God's uh, I, FBI. <laughs> so obviously, yes, Hendon Hooker. I, I I agree. Since since Stetson can't be, I mean, yeah, it's got to be Hendon. And uh, great resume. I mean, I mean, it's just a great resume. Yeah, this is just spite. The tone of my voice, that's all it is. <laughs> um, I love you, Blaine. But, Never change. And I don't understand that because I should hate Georgia more, but I respect Georgia more, and Georgia's scarier. So, yeah, it doesn't matter who Georgia plays. They're going to win by 20. Like, Shit. <laughs> don't tell me that. We could we could be facing them in the SEC I mean, championship. I mean, you might beat them, you might beat them the first time. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, Alabama beat them the first time, but when it really matters. <laughs> I mean, shit, when was the last time Georgia lost a game? Like, 09, something like that? Blaine, I think the better question of that is, when's the last time Georgia played a legit, like, like a legitimate, legitimate bad game? Like, three or four years? Yeah. Five years? Yeah. Like, like, when's the last time they really had a game where you're just like, man, Georgia looks like shit? <sighs> Yeah, I'm shaking my head too, man. But uh, Blaine, this was incredible. Lots of fun. Good times. Lots of vibes. Incredible. Hopefully we've educated the listeners a little bit of how to break down of what our thoughts, our views were. Pretty much a little bit of how we see this week. Not as a heavyweight bout as it was last week, but there are some uh, games this week that definitely really have playoff implications, obviously have conference implications, and a little bit of um, coaching implication. You know, we talked about Lane Kiffin, which, man, you talk about a pretty – I mean, you, t- you mentioned Odell earlier. Odell is feeling himself being on the pretty girl tour if Lane wins 10, 11 games, he's he going to have himself an Odell Beckham pretty girl tour where he's just like, oh, you like me? You like me? You like me? I may sleep with you. I may jerk you off later. I may blow you later. I don't know. Let's just see how I feel. I Somebody just, said blow. Somebody said <laughs> blow. <laughs> <laughs> well, Blaine, this has been incredible, man. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining with the – or uh, 
I guess, putting up with us for the Rob calls us a frat house. This is what we are. We are ball and barrel. We are the frat house. In my opinion, we're the fun pod. You know, the NFL is a serious pod. We're the fun pod. You, you can it, listen you to can, what you're saying, not how you're saying it. Thank you. See, that's exactly that's why that's we bought. Oh, we got we got Blaine in the inner circle with the third degree. But, um, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for joining with us. Continue to subscribe to the podcast. Thank you for spreading the word. All the new listeners, thank you for joining us. Continue to tell your friends, your family, hell, your enemies. We bring people together. We don't care. Continue to hit us up in the DMs. Follow us on the socials. Stay intact with everything. Watch us grow. Watch us blossom right before your eyes. And, of course, Lane. Go Tigers! Later, man. Go Gators.